Welcome to Music with a Mission, for our purpose is to perpetuate the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. Our guest is Sam Centron. Rekindle the romance between you and I. Those intimate moments to my memory bring back. I want to cherish those moments. I want to say. It's TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. Great to have you with us as there is an air of excitement and anticipation as we kick off season two of Music with a Mission. We watched the Lord do some great things over the past year. Just thankful for what he did, love what he's doing right now, and expecting more of the miraculous going forward from the Lord. I know we started off season two with some good, blessed music from the CD Standing in Babylon and the song Rekindle the Romance, done in excellence by our guest, singer-songwriter Sam Centron. Sam, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thanks. Thanks, Derek. I am so feeling your music. Wow. <laughs> good stuff. Thanks. Thanks. But the uniqueness of your ministry is the fact that it's not just music, right? It's a lot of, lot of visual. We at the Hope Center, we believe that the arts is what steers the culture. And so based on that, that reality... Uh, we believe that the, that it's time for the body of of Christ to put their hands on that steering wheel. That is so interesting. I mean, I don't want to sound deep and spooky or anything, <laughs> but your ministry parallels, in fact, mirrors our new mission statement where our purpose is to perpetuate the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. That's what you're doing, theater, music, video, etc. That's right. Tell us how it all started. Wow. Um, I was um, an art dealer uh, 
by profession over, I would say, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would uh, we would do our, our art shows. I was the agent of about, uh, I had about four, four artists that I represented at that time. And we were an international gallery. And, and I remember when Pastor Lee and Pastor Mario, our senior pastors today of Hope Center Tabernacle, uh, would visit our shows and uh, they would walk around and they would come to me constantly and say, Sam, uh, we have a vision. Mm-hmm. Sam, you need to come to our church. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was searching for a, ch- for a church to, to be a, a part of, a home church. And, and so they insisted and insisted until one day I told my wife, you know, let's go visit that church of, you know, Pastor Mary and Pastor Lee. So what did you find when you went to the Hope Center? Well, interesting, because I, I got there. It's a little tiny church, very little church uh, of about uh, maybe four, back then, about 40 people maybe. Yeah, yeah. And, and what was interesting is that Pastor Mary was the bass player. The senior pastor was the bass player, and he would lead worship. And Pastor Lee, his wife, would, would, would play the, key, the keyboard, mm-hmm. and they would lead worship. But they were, I mean, professional musicians, and I was, I was impressed, you know. They both classically trained. Okay. So I said, wow, this is interesting. Uh, but I remember telling my wife, um, I don't know if, we could, if this is our, our home, I don't know if this is our church, or if we're going to stay here or not. Mm. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And my wife looked at me and says, I'm feeling it. She, she said, she said, this is home. Hark- I feel this is home. Harken unto the voice of your wife there, yes. Sam. Huh? <laughs> you know it, uh-huh. Derek. Uh-huh. So, so, you know, it's funny because the Lord, in, in my heart, you know, it's like I felt I feel something in me say, shut up. Okay, so the arts came first. <laughs> you said you had a gallery. Yeah, yeah. So fine art is oh, kind fine of... Oh, fine art has always been part of my A life. part of you. Where did the music come in? Uh, I grew up in a missionary home. Uh, at the age of nine, mm-hmm. uh, my parents and, and I and my, my siblings, we went to the mission field in Guatemala, Central America. Really? And we were there for many, many years. And I remember my dad... Uh, we were not going to have television. We had no TV. So he bought us uh, a drum set, a whole PA system, drum, guitar, bass, for all of us to learn. We knew nothing about music. Really? And we had no TV, no nothing. So we're in Guatemala. So we learned. Okay. And my dad would take us to to different parts of, of Guatemala and would, would throw us in the corner of, this, of some street, put up the PA system, and have these little kids like the gym. It remind me of the Jackson Five, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. back in the days, and we would perform, we would sing, and we would draw crowds because people would see these little kids playing like mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. and we got pretty skilled. Okay, we, God gave us this talent, and people would gather. And my father, once we had a nice little crowd, my dad would immediately grab a mic, took advantage of that. We were the hook, we were the bait, actually, and my dad would say, "This is my family." Uh-huh. People would say, wow, what a talented family. And we love the Lord. And we're a Christian family. And, and the Lord lives in our home. And this is my wife. And so that was debate. And then he would begin to preach the gospel. Okay. And people would get saved. And it was just great. Saved, delivered. And he would open a church there. Now, Standing in Babylon is your theatrical concert series, which is coming up at the Hope Center, 110 Cambridge Avenue, Jersey City, <clears throat> in New Jersey. When I heard the music, the music just blew me away. But before I even heard the music, I looked at the album cover, and I'm looking at a lamb 
wearing a gas mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> tell me about that. What was the concept behind that? I had a lot of people tell me, uh, don't do that. Don't put that on your cover. It's not going to sell. It's, it's not the right thing to do. It just doesn't look right. But it's part of my art. The little lamb, is, it's, a, it's a very innocent uh, creature created by God, and it has a lot of meaning. It's the metaphor for the body of Christ, you mm-hmm. know, the little lamb. Um, and, and But in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, we're living in a world that, uh, in, a, in, a, in a place where, I mean, this little animal is, is very, it looks, is very innocent, um, pure, represents purity, and yet it needs something to protect it from its environment mm-hmm. because the environment is so polluted. Mm-hmm. And so I leave it there. What does the gas mask represent then? Well, it's, 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 the, it's the protection for, for the lamb, Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what protects you. Now, the gas mask has a, it's not a pretty looking thing. It's not like a pair of shades that, you know. Yeah. It's something that, that's just kind of scary. And, and people, uh, you talk to people about the Holy Spirit, people are like, Holy Spirit, I mean, and man, that's the seal. That's, that's your protection. That's your, it's a beautiful thing. And so when you put them together, they, they don't look right together, you know, and, and we as a sinner, we don't look right together with the Holy Spirit Understood. that lives inside of us. And so. Understood. What's your favorite song on this particular CD that can give us an idea of what the theatrical production will entail this music it's about standing i i i'm thinking about um shadrach meshach and abednego mm-hmm. the three standing in babylon mm-hmm. um at the sound of that trumpet uh the key you you, you, you would we would to they would they needed to bow to the statue created that nebuchadnezzar had created mm-hmm. and i got this visual of of everybody bowing in fear you know, and only three remain standing, and I and I, that imagery is in my head constantly. It's always been in my in my heart, and I, and I, and and I always ask the Lord, if there's only going to be three, Lord, standing in Babylon to our Babylon today, let me be. Would you let me be one of those three? Can you give me the boldness, the heart that that give me that heart that that if you ever never ever did anything for me, if you never answer a prayer again, would you give me the kind of heart that would be satisfied and and happy with just the fact that you saved me. Okay, could you give me that kind of heart? Can I be one of those three standing in Babylon? So the challenge of the, the concert is basically a challenge to the body of Christ. Stand. Remain standing. Don't bow to Nebuchadnezzar's statue, Hollywood. Don't bow to the media, to the system of this world. Remain standing. It's a call. To the remnant, basically. If there's only gonna be three left, Lord, standing in Babylon, let me be, let me be one of the three. If there's only gonna be three left, Lord, standing in Babylon, let me be, let me be one of the three.
TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, the title track from the CD Standing in Babylon from Sam Centron, and undoubtedly one of the songs that you will hear in his upcoming concert, Standing in Babylon, which is Friday, July 22nd at 8 p.m., Saturday, July 23rd, 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Nice, Sam. How can people get a hold of your music if they don't make it to the concert? Uh, you can get the music on iTunes. And it's also available on Facebook. There's a shop on the Hope Center Arts page as well. A voice appears from the heavens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know these things. I'm sorry. I we have to introduce this woman I'm right sorry. here. <laughs> the voice just came out of nowhere. And this is Pastor Lee from the Hope Center in New Jersey. Welcome to Music with a Mission, Pastor. Thank you, Derek. Now I understand that you have an integral part in this too. Well, um, I have the distinct privilege of being able to work with uh, Sam. He's just an amazing artist, an amazing visual artist, an amazing musician. But I think what's most important um, to me about him and about what we're doing is that the purpose that's behind it. Um, We could be making music for the sake of music or making art for art's sake, but um, God has a very, very particular purpose with this. He wants to minister to the hearts of the body of Christ, people in the body of Christ, and maybe have kind of strayed off and um, are not true uh, to how the Lord wants them to to live anymore. One of the taglines uh, Sam has that he says constantly is, be strong, be bold, be holy. And I wish we would do that more as a church. Mm-hmm. That would really be a, a great thing. Um, so uh, one of the things that we're doing with uh, the music and the art when you go to the concert is, and another phrase that Sam uses continually is, that people hear through their eyes. Mm. They hear through their eyes. Um, We're in an increasingly visual world. People are watching TV, cable movies, uh, all of the influences that come from that. And as the church, the only way really we're going to be able to get anybody's attention is by speaking through the same means. Um, And we do it very creatively. Everybody loves what they do. It's stuff that's given to them, um, that's breathed through them, and and they enjoy doing it but, you know, it's nice to know that what God breathed into you actually has a really incredible purpose in it. It's a courageous effort, I think, to 
take a lot of the mediums that you've used in ministry uh, because some of those mediums are not very popular. Some of them are a little strange. If you go on YouTube, you'll see a video called State of the Bride Commentary. Oh, don't steal the thunder. We're going to talk about that right after the break. <laughs> no, no, don't you do it, Pastor. We're gonna... I'll let you talk about Thank it. Thank you. No, no, no. You can talk about it. We're going to take a break, though. Uh, we got Pastor Lee from the Hope Center here in, in Jersey City. And we've got, of course, Sam Centron, who has a big concert coming up. And we're going to talk a little bit more about their effort. We're going to explore the other areas of this unique ministry, including theater, modern dance, Christian hip-hop, and the fine arts when we continue with Sam Centron on Music with a Mission. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power. God is Jesus. God is here. God is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. In the last book of the Bible, Jesus spoke to a specific type of people. Now, these were people that had, in his words, a little bit of strength. They had kept his word and had not denied his name. And I think of the people today that you're listening to these words and you've come to the end. You have some strength, but not very much. You do believe that the Bible is the Word of God. And you're not among those who are just casually throwing the name of Jesus Christ around like so many are today. He said to you, I've set before you an open door. I'm going to lead you through that door. And in that door, you're going to find strength, you're going to find provision, and you're going to find blessing that can only come from God. Now, that open door begins with prayer. It is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. That's nycprayer.org. It's Music with a Mission, and we are back with our guest, Sam Centron. And standing in the wings, of course, is Pastor Lee of the Hope Center in Jersey City. Do a search of Sam Sensoran online and a lot of blessed entries pop up. One I found particularly interesting is the video of you, Sam, and Hope Theatrical Concerts. Very professional. The visual is very impressive, as is the variety of gift and talent lifting the name of the Lord. Although uh, you were clear in the video that it's less about the gift and more about where one is in their walk with Christ. Yeah, I I strongly believe that and it's one of the things that 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 I'm convinced uh I believe that um that our lives our lives as Christian must outshine our giftings our lives must outshine our, our giftings uh, I remember asking the Lord about about um how do I know if 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 I'm in your perfect will I want to remain one of my prayer moments, I want to remain in that perfect will and Lord keep me there, guard my heart. And mm-hmm. how do I know if I'm if, if with all these with all of this all of these talents and giftings that that the Lord has granted me and, and the people at the Hope Center? There's a lot of gift in the in the Hope Center arts. And how how do we how do we guard our heart? How do we maintain in that line? And he's and, and, and the Lord God's respond to me, Holy Spirit spoke to me very clearly, he says, Your uh, your your life, I'm sorry, your life must 
outshine your giftings. Mm. If people begin to talk about more about how great the painting looks, oh, he's such a great painter, he's such a great vo- has a great voice, oh, he's he's such a great musician, he's such an artist, he's artist, art, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and no one talks about how I treat my wife. Oh my God, you got to see how he treats his wife, no. how he, how his wife loves him. Look at his kids, look at the. Look at look at the children and look how they get along. And there has to be some fruit. There's gotta be fruit. Yeah. Even in in, in as a I'm, I'm one of the pastors at, at Hope Center Arts. Oh. Yeah, Hope Center Tabernacle and 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 you know how I treat the people, uh, the things that the people have to say about my life over my giftings. And a lot of people focus on the gift rather than our lives. And how do we do that? It's it's all in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's about understanding what's important, what how God wants us to live, and what we're open letters. People are gonna read you, and that's what's important. Mm-hmm. One of our topical podcasts last season surrounded Christian drama and its effectiveness, and it kind of you know my antennas went up when you were doing the theatrical thing. And and one of the issues that came up and comes up quite often in our podcasts is the line between ministry and performance. In the YouTube video, you addressed the issue, but it didn't appear that you had a line there. Uh, you said, quote, what we do during the concerts is actually performance. I would say we're performing the message. Yeah, um, I was, I, 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 when, when God gave me this vision, um, I was sort of confused about, because I knew I had to perform the mm. message, mm-hmm. and there's arts involved in, in dance, as the Lord gives me this, this vision, the message. Um, but I remember Pastor Lee, one, one, I, I, I approached Pastor Lee and, and our pastors, and I said, Pastor, you know, I'm kind of struggling with, with performance because churches kind of shun this kind of— Everybody says we're going out to minister. To minister, and, and they're afraid of the term performance. And, and Pastor Lee was meditating on this, and one day she comes out of her office. I remember, Pastor Lee, if you remember, she comes out of—she uh, knew I was frustrated about the term. Yeah. And she comes out and says, Sam, you are—it's okay to perform the message. We are performing the message. And she says— and I said, do you have any biblical backup? And she goes, Ezekiel. Pastor? Yeah. I, I had been reading Ezekiel. A lot of people read Ezekiel for a long time, and it's pretty confusing. Let's be honest. And one day as I'm sitting trying to look for a biblical basis for this, I'm reading through it, and it began to come alive. And if you read through, you see that Ezekiel created uh, models of things, art. He did performance art. Hmm. He sang songs, and it wasn't just Ezekiel. It was Isaiah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. They sang songs. They acted things out. Some of them even danced. So it was quite um, uh, normal for these prophets or people in the Word of God to speak this way, and they were performing. Yeah. And people would come around and let's go hear that guy saying he's really great. Let's go see what he has to say. Let's see what he's making. Let's see what crazy thing he's doing today. And the Lord would use that to speak to people. So it was from that that we got a lot of peace and we said, okay, this, this thing that, you know, the Lord is speaking to Sam and just the way that we do church as a whole, um, the gifts that we're utilizing, there definitely is a biblical mandate for this. So what do you say to people who say that you're not ministering? Oh, but we are ministering. But what do you say to people who say you're not? Um, well, either, and, and this may not be exactly a politically correct statement, but I know that we are submitted to God for what we're doing, So, um, and we're not perfect, but as we pray and we go through, if somebody's saying that we're not ministering, then clearly either 
you're not sensing the Holy Spirit mm. or there's something that needs to be worked through in you because we're constantly allowing God to break us. And whatever it is that we're bringing to the table when we're ministering, God's already been messing us up with that first. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> He's been dealing with you, in other words, oh, right? Yeah, time. he has been. Big time. Obviously, you folks over at Hope Center are pretty liberal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, uh... Liberal. <laughs> I've had people actually come and minister at our, our church. Uh, I won't be able to, I don't. I don't want to mention a, a name, but there's a very, very, very famous, world-renowned artist that came to our church. Ooh. A friend. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I love you, Derek. Um, um, it, it, you know, it's funny. What I mean, is it somebody we know? Yeah, it would be somebody you know, but we're not going to tell well, you. We're who not going to tell you. Why not? Stop it, Derek. <laughs> Look, so, 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 I'm not going to tell you. Look, so he he comes to our church. Well, it's a he, right? Okay. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God, Larry I'm King. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Okay, all right. So he comes to our church. Yeah. And I almost said his name too. Uh, and this person started playing um, some worldly music during the um, the sound check. No, no, the sound check. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm listening to him, and he's playing. I mean, you know, like, what are you playing? Yeah. I mean, I know, I know a lot of the songs out there. Yeah. And 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 so I go, I, I go to him, I say, oh, brother, we need to talk. We need to talk. Because I have people, I mean, I, I, we went to the side and, yeah. and, and, and I, and I approached him, I, I approached him, I, 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 to him and I said, I said, listen, um, I, I, we don't, we don't endorse this type of music and, and because, and, and, and I say this because the particular song that he was playing, it's just, if you listen to the lyrics, he was playing instrumental, but if you, sure. if you know the artist it, right. and you know the lyrics, it's totally against what we preach. And so what did this world-renowned, unnamed person say to that? So he, no, no. And so I, I told him, listen, we don't, we don't believe in that. That's the very thing I preach against. Yeah. It's the very thing that we go against. Yeah. We don't, and we were ready to say, then I'm sorry, I guess we're going to have to pay all of this money. And, but he, will, he humbled, and, and, and I say it publicly, he's a very humble Christian. And he, he said, oh, my God, you're right, you know, you're, you're so honest, and I, and I appreciate the honesty, yeah. and I appreciate the rebuke. And he actually repented right there. Really? And he said, you know, when I walked, when I saw the building, I thought you guys were, you know, more, and I said, what, liberal? He's like, yeah, you know, churches that <laughs> seeker sensitive. No, he mentioned seeker sensitive. Seeker sensitive? He used the term seeker sensitive. Okay. And I said, well, the only one that's always seeking, you know, is God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so I said, you know, we're not seeker sensitive. You know, when you come, church was designed for the body of, for the believers. And of course, we invite guests. We want to invite, invite the lost. And they come in and join our service and, and feel the presence of God and they repent. I, I get it. I, I get I, the fact. And I, and I like the fact that you guys are, <laughs> are as open and, and radical as yeah. you are. When doing the theater aspect of the ministry, I understand you combine the fine art like when folks go to see the concert standing in Babylon, they're going to see fine art too. Right. How do you do that? How do you include that in the production? How do you accomplish that? Well, from, from, the, from the beginning uh, as a fine artist and also a, a writer, um, what comes from as, as a fine artist, whatever I put on the canvas or I sculpt or I assemble, 
uh, comes from within. And you can only give what you have. And if, if you have the Holy Spirit living in you and, and God is speaking to your, to, through, to, into your life through the Word of God and also in the Spirit speaks to you. And then and, uh, I, whatever I feel in my spirit is what, I, what goes on the canvas. Mm. And then a lot of times what's on the canvas inspires me uh, to write a song on what I have just finished putting on the canvas. Understood. Or what I finished sculpting or assembling. Because I do also a lot of assembling. And Music translates well, but how do you get the canvas to translate? Translate to what? To the people you're trying to reach. Yeah, well, the beauty of this and, and, and what I'm excited about and, and fortunate is that that uh, when people look at the, the work and, it, and if it's too bizarre for them visually and they just, what is this? You know, they usually say, what, what is the meaning of this? Well... When, they, when you combine that with the CD, when you combine that with the lyrics, mm. and you see everything in context, then you understand. It's like taking a verse out of context. It's like saying, Jesus wept. Right. But you never read the scripture. Mm-hmm. And you just read that. And so, what does it mean that Jesus wept? What, I don't know what to say anything about But you have to read scripture. You have to read the whole thing. Okay. So, a painting could be, my body of work, every painting has to be seen within the context of... The entire body of work. I get it. It's like epoxy uh, glue. You gotta have one in order for the other exactly. one for it to stick. And of right. course, a lot of time, uh, either an art collector uh-huh. or a company, may say, buys one a body. Uh, let's say a painting. When they buy it, they normally want to know what the meaning of, of this painting. They take it home with them, and then they can explain it. And the beauty of this is that they can they lead the people to the music, and then. That normally leads people to the Lord, because it's, it's the lyrics is very clear, and and, and I and I tend to be clear in my lyrics, um, and and I I, I that's that's something I, I chose to do in my lyrics. You know, I don't want to be deep for deep sake, and just lose everybody. Mm. Although I believe in in depth and mm-hmm. and I appreciate that sort of writing. That's interesting. Um, but but in, in this particular case, because my work, my visual work is. It's very deep. Mm-hmm. I wanted my lyrics to, to kind of give that balance. You found this little flower on this great dense forest where shadows seem to conquer and darkness seem to reign. Surrounded by the tallest and greatest of them all. You knew was like the rays of the sun you're seeing through the clouds you're seeing through this dense forest like the sword of a knife Shadows seem to conquer And 
TSA Music Radio's Music with a Mission from the CD Standing in Babylon, David's in the Field, done beautifully by our guest Sam Centron and uh, the depth in the lyrics, which is very important. But how deep do you get before you start losing folks? Well, yeah, you, you, you can. I have other songs that are not in the album that are, you know, I guess... Someone could say, this is pretty abstract, brother. <laughs> so what about some new believer who's coming in and they hear that? I mean, do you have anything for a new believer? Yes, we actually do. Um, uh, although this production, the entire production, the theatrical concert, is um, a message uh, primarily to the body of Christ. Um, but throughout the, throughout the um, album... There are, there are songs here where, well, they minister to people. Okay. Uh, okay. So we've tackled music, which is prevalent. You've got fine art. You've got modern dance. How many people does it take to put the production like this together? There's, um, I believe it's close to 80 people we have that wow. work on this and this crew. And the vast majority of them, with the exception of probably two, are people that are part of the church. Okay. Um, so we have a dance team, um, a costume uh, ministry. This woman just makes some amazing costumes. Uh, writers. Um, we have musicians. Uh, we have people that build the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, marketing people. That get the word out. Hi, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> She's marketing and promotion. She's been passing out cards and CDs yeah, like yeah. Frisbees. Hey, have one. Hey, you can have one too. And it's funny because people think even that, that marketing is some sort of you know terrible word to use when it comes to ministry, but, mm-hmm. it's, but it's not. I mean, the gospel is the good news. You need to get the good news out. Sure. And, it, okay, maybe that's the word that we use for it, but really it's just getting out the good news. Um, so we've got a, just an incredible team, singers, a choir, uh, really, really great people that are given to this. Almost all of them are volunteer, mm-hmm. and they work 
very, very hard, and they're extremely talented. I uh, also saw your music director, drummer, doing some Christian hip-hop. Coming on strong doing that. Yeah, that's Daniel Steele. And uh, were those dancers stepping? Was that what I saw? Were they, were they step dancing? Is that it? Yeah. God chasers. God chasers, that's right. They were um, in the kind of military. Okay, so uh, you guys so. are just branching out all over the place. <laughs> How effective is Christian hip-hop ministry? And the reason I ask you this, we just had a podcast. In fact, our last podcast with Greg Thomas, in which we were discussing the state of Christian hip-hop. And I thought the genre may have lost its luster due to ulterior motives. What do you think about that? Well, I, the whole hip-hop uh, movement, uh, there's a, the problem is that, it, that, and people shy away from that also in ministry because it glorifies uh, the gangster lifestyle. It actually glorifies it. The whole bling bling, the whole you know money, mm-hmm. everything that the gospel, everything that Christ is actually teaches against, it actually it's the opposite. So that's the culture. So it's hip-hop. the culture. It's right. not necess- It's not the art form. Right. Um. So so and it's a strong. It lends itself for a strong message, mm-hmm. in your face kind of message. And I believe that a lot of people in the hip hop movement that sh- have have no business have no business telling other Christians how to live or you should this or that or let's kick the devils in the behind. Why, why, why don't they have business telling well, other Christians because, how to live? Because they use, they use the genre to violently insult other ministers or insult or, or, or to, I would say, to give the gospel a bad name. In other words, they're kind of like the reporters of the state of the church today. Which it's true, a lot of it is true. But so, how is your guy different from that? Well, uh, I think is more. I, I'm not against it, but what I'm saying because actually Daniel Steele, who's the producer of my album, yeah, is is a rapper, incredible. Yeah, but how is he different from what you just described? Well, um, li- lifestyle, love, demonstrated love outside the. Um, uh, uh, from the stage, from the spotlight on the stage, uh, that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, serving at your church, a lot of I believe that I believe in the local church. Yeah, I believe that if you're if you're an artist and 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 you know you need to bring back to your local church. Yeah, what do you do in your local church? Are you only traveling? Is that all you do? I'm not saying that it's that it's wrong. I'm not, but but goes goes beyond the gift again. It goes. Right. It, it's the life, the lifestyle. And then when you preach a, such a hard message, yeah. I don't believe that that sort of message is for every single um, uh, person out there. I, I know I got new kids that want to talk about the state of the church and and we're compromising and you and you're we're full of this and I'm like, listen, you're not called. You're not called it, just because hip hop lends itself to this in your face, in your face. Because there is a whole new wave of younger Christians who are coming out and who are embracing that music. You are aware of that, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 But not as many ministers are qualified in that arena is what you're saying. Well, the, because the genre allows, lends itself for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like country music. You, oh, you it's like country music. Well, you, you can't use... <laughs> no, no. You can't, you can't use country music for... To, it's, it's, 
I guess it depends, but you, you, it's not. It doesn't lend itself for that sort of. No, I, I, I think I understand. You know that I aggressive, in your face, ur- sure. sense of urgency. Sure, sure. So, speaking of uh-huh. the state of, I, I, I know that one, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Right? I know where you're going. The real interesting video on YouTube of you, and it shows you ministering on the street, using a mannequin, <laughs> dressed in a. Beautiful white wedding gown with about a half dozen IVs sticking out of her. What's that about? Tell me. I mean, are you saying that's the state of the church? I am saying that is the state of uh, the church in America. Wow. Holistically, that is the state of the bride. Well, you know you're going to have to explain that. I will explain. I'll be more than than happy to. Um, I believe we're living in a... In a um, in a fatherless generation. I, I, and if you would ask any minister out there. A fatherless generation. Yes, if you would ask any pastor out there. Or minister, you mean biological fathers? You mean? Biological. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if, and, and also father present in the home, you know. Understood. Fatherless okay. or mm-hmm. mentor. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you would ask any pastor, senior pastor or top leader, if you would ask him, are you living, are, do you feel we're living in a fatherless generation? They would not hesitate and they would answer quickly, immediately. Yes, we are living in a fatherless generation. And you don't have to look at no statistics. You just got to be a part of a big congregation and know and see. You just got to be old enough to know and live long enough to know that, man, there's a lot of kids. It's just no father. You know, where are the fathers? It's very, you know, it's, it's, it's a fatherless generation. Now, if you would ask the same pastors or ministers immediately right after that question, do you feel we're living in a shepherdless generation? Hmm. I'm telling you, they would hesitate. Because I'm not a statistician, but, uh, you know, I don't but do But you're not blind either. But, uh, but I'm not blind. And so if you were to ask that same person, do you feel we're, Pastor, do you feel we're living in a shepherdless generation? They would hesitate and they would think, wait a minute. Uh, some would say no. No, it's just it's the sheep. That's the, they're just rebellious. Uh, they don't want to come to church. Uh, and the leadership would actually respond that way. So how did we get here? And moreover, well, what do we do I, about I believe, it? I believe, uh, Derek, that the fatherless generation brought about the shepherdless generation. I can see that. You can see that. Okay. So and, and, what do we do about it? Now, I, what we're doing, what we're doing in, in our congregation, we started home. We started with our own self, our lives. Hmm. Again, our lives must outshine our giftings. I started in my own home as being the priest of the home. And, 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 and living that and seeing my children see that in my home. Very important. Um, and then we, we then go into our church. And there's a lot of kids that have no father in the home. And, 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 and it, we start by being mentors, by being present as, as, as a shepherd and being a shepherd to the flock. And, and I don't mean, you know, milking them and, and just using them for our own benefits for, so that we can travel the world so that, so that, oh yeah, we're doing mission fields and we're just traveling to museums and just having a good time, just milking the people. No. no, I'm talking about rolling up your sleeves and cry with those that are crying. You know, being a father, you know, uh, uh, being there for them in their graduation, baseball games, hmm. uh, what's in, you know, uh, in their, involving their lives. And life. And encouraging uh, other men to be in their lives. Okay, okay. And, and, and what I believe is that if we do this, 
and teach them how to be fathers. Maybe you didn't have a father, and you're, uh, but you're going to be a good father. You're going to be a godly man. You're going to be a, 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 the priest of your home. That's your goal. And that's what we instill in. So in charity the, begins in at home is what you're saying. Yes. Ever get any flack from anybody because of your unconventional, multifaceted ministry? In other words, if I saw you walking down the street pushing a mannequin in a wedding gown and, and a half dozen IVs sticking, I would pretty much say, "He's mental." Yeah, <laughs> you said it. I did. Yeah, <laughs> Derek, I know what you mean. So have you ever gotten any flack because of that, Pastor? Oh yeah, we we he gets us in a lot of trouble. That's for sure. <laughs> that's that's but I don't. We don't. We do not mind. As a matter of fact, my husband, who's a senior pastor, Mario yeah. Gonzalez, yeah. the the first time that's what I love got, about you guys. Yeah, <laughs> the first time he got major flack, he comes to tell my husband the story, and my husband said, "Well, good, congratulations," and he grabbed his hand and shook his hand, and he was proud of that. And and we're proud of that, not for the sake of just creating controversy. That's not the point. The point yeah. is the truth needs to be told. And if it costs you, then it costs you. But what's yeah. important is the truth. Uh, Derek, uh, in, in that incident, um, I, I, w- I was, you know, I was so I was I was full of, of of joy after doing this. People get saved and minister. And and I, I became frustrated when I when I found out that this this pastor gets up and speaks to all of these their, their leadership and, and congregation say what that that there's nothing wrong. Uh, there's somebody out there walking this bride, saying talking about the state of the church in, in America. And I'm here to tell you that something. I'm paraphrasing. No. That there there's nothing wrong with the church in America. There's nothing wrong with it. And this is total lie. Something like that. No. And so I, I I knew this guy and I respect this guy. And so I become frustrated. And like I was hurt. I was. I feel like this little kid that that just got stabbed and and oh my God, Lord! And I looked up to this minister and I'm saying, "Am I'm doing something wrong?" And I went to immediately to my senior pastor, Pastor. Oh my God, did I do something wrong, Pastor? <laughs> uh, this pastor said this, this, this of me. I'm, you know, what about my you know people going to think that I'm? Yeah. Am I doing something wrong? And you know what he said? He he did what Pastor Lee said. He 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 stretched his hand. And he said, "Congratulations! <laughs> this is your first mm-hmm. Stoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, get ready because you're going to be persecuted right. and rejoice. Yeah. And I was like, wow, well, this is my senior pastor. Hey, mm-hmm. praise the Lord. And, and, and from that day on, I was like, oh, wow, my first stoning. <laughs> and, and, you know, I believe, I believe in, 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 in being under authority. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer in that. And, and so, and I teach that and, and, and so we know we teach the word of God. Well, you know church. what Paul said. Paul said, I, I'm a fool for Christ. Well, I'm already a See, fool. when you started, you were a fool for Christ. Now you're a fool for Christ. We're going to take another quick break. It's great talking to you, uh, Sam, Pastor. Yeah, you guys you. are great. Uh, we're going to take another quick break on Music with a Mission. We're going to come back and we're going to find out the results of this multifaceted ministry when we come back. Efforts to reach out to those in need in Haiti continues. On Call, Medicine with a Mission is hosting an online vitamin drive for Haiti. All donated vitamins will be sent to Haiti with the monthly On Call medical teams. If you're interested in sending vitamins with a team, please visit walmart.com. You can click on Registry, followed by Wishlist. 
it will ask you for your first and last name. For your first name, enter Times Square Church. For last name, enter On Call. Thank you for your support. Join the Seniors Ministry in Prayer with Pastor Ben Crandall leading the charge. The Seniors Prayer Meetings are Wednesdays from noon to 1 in room 203. All ages are welcome. Seniors Lunch and Fellowship is from 1 to 3 p.m. in room 201 and is open to everyone 65 and over. For details and updates, check our website, tscnyc.org. TSC, Music Radio, where God is. Music with a Mission, and we are back having a great conversation with Sam Cintron and Pastor Lee of the Hope Center in Jersey City. Big concert coming up. It is Friday, July 22nd, starts at 8 p.m., Saturday, July 23rd, 2 p.m., and 7 p.m. The name of the concert is Standing in Babylon, as is the name of the CD. And I'm really impressed with the music, impressed with the ministry effort. But the question that always comes to my mind is, where is the mission here? I mean, the concert is at Hope Center in Jersey City. Doesn't seem like you're going a lot of places. Yeah, uh, we 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 our plans is to do this for about six months. Okay. Um, and uh, after we've perfected it, and you know, we're gonna tweak some things. I'm sure we're gonna tweak some things in the production. Mm-hmm. Um, these these basically these six months is preview concert. It's kind of like preview. Okay. Uh, to perfect everything. Sure. And then. Our plans is to take this on tour. Nice. Yeah. In the United States? In the United States. Abroad? Uh, Europe, Europe. I know. Yeah. Europe yeah. Is, is definitely a, a place that they're waiting for us. and Because so. it's not a normal concert. You have to think more in terms of it is concert, yes, but it's there's a lot of aspects to it that are musical theater because we're storytelling. The story is a very important story, very important message. So, What um, is the story? The story is a journey, uh, for the most part, speaking to uh, someone who is part of the body of Christ, a Christian, um, and you're determining along the story where you are. Hmm. How far away from the Lord have you gotten? Hmm. Are you still in your first love? Where have you compromised? Um, Are you more part of the world than part of God's original intent for what the church is supposed to be like based on the the, uh, word? Interesting. So we're making people walk through this and really think about it. And if you listen to all of the songs um, and you were talking about a, a new believer and what would minister to them, and I think You're Amazing would be a really great song that would minister to a non-believer, a new believer, um, because it talks about the, the mightiness, the awesomeness of God, that intimacy with the Lord. So we deal with intimacy. We deal with lack of intimacy, um, compromise, boldness, the price that you have to pay to be a Christian. Um, and that's what the concert is about. It's an actual, literal journey. It's a story that we're telling from the beginning straight through. What is the result of this multifaceted ministry? Are we seeing souls saved? Yes. Um, it, 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 people are, are you know, uh, repenting. There's, there's a lot, lots of, we see a lot of people repenting, uh, you know, turning away from, from, from their lifestyle, their sin, and uh, there's a lot of a change of, of mind. And we see a lot of conversions, 
conversions um, and a, and a, a zeal. The zeal grows immediately after after this this event. Normally, because uh, normally when somebody comes to Christ, uh, then they have to be disciple, of course. And mm-hmm. but somehow we give you kind of like a summary of what to expect as a believer. Mm. And so when you come to Christ in, in a concert, when you when concert setting, when you hear this, I've, 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 we've given you a summary of of the call to repentance and what to expect in your walk as a, as a Christian. Sure, sure. Sam I'm sorry, Sintron. I could talk too much. No, <laughs> not at all, not at all. We love it. I don't want to. <laughs> we love it. It's great talking to you, and uh, all the best in the ministry effort and what you guys are doing over there at Hope Center. Sam Centron, Pastor Lee. Big wow. concert coming up. Well, it's right in the air. Friday, July 22nd, 8 p.m. Saturday, two shows. Uh, July 23rd, 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. If you want to pick up tickets, easily done just by calling 201-677-8130 for tickets. That's 201-677-8130. It's at the Hope Center, 110 Cambridge Avenue in Jersey City, New Jersey. Guaranteed to be a blessed, anointed time. Awesome work you guys are doing. Awesome. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Sam Centron, Pastor Lay, thank you for being on Music with a Mission. Thank you so much, Derek. I really appreciate inviting us. And also, I uh, w- want to thank uh, Greg Thomas. Yeah, I want to thank you. We recently met, and, and uh, I really appreciate you and, and the whole, Derek, and the whole ministry. Love your church, and thank you. Thank you. You make yourself so available, so easy. Show your favor, your mercies, you restore me. But everlasting love, you show to us all, you amaze me.
Take joy, my king, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. Check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week on Music with a Mission, we'll get some insight from Greg Thomas on the topic, Worship Through the Battle. When you don't like where you are, when you can't hear the music, and when you just can't sing the song. If you missed Greg's Friday Night Bible School class, he'll be recapping it right here in a two-part podcast. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission. You always see.